Hey everybody, welcome back to a new episode of Journey of the Roadrunner. We're starting to pop these out pretty more frequently now. Um, and with me once again is Adriana. Adriana. What's happening? So how you hold it up over there? I... I'm doing alright still. I'm still in my, uh, my, my zone where I'm just trying to, you know, keep things projects going staying positive um you know i i think i actually spoke to my cousin she's in la and um me and her had kind of had the same um attitude towards things it's like you know if you have and she's still working but um you know we definitely have more time in our homes now and i feel like everybody what's like the normal theme is we all run around going i wish i had more time to do this i i have all these projects at home i don't have time for and then everyone gets the time and they're whining that they can't go anywhere and it's like you know i I feel for people who really don't aren't m making any money if they're laid off or business is failing. Like, mm -hmm. there's definitely like some th some people really struggling right now. But the people who are okay and your bills are paid, you have food, you have a place to live. Like, you know, those of us who do spend our time saying we don't have enough time to do anything, now you have the time, and a lot of people are just kind of sitting in it. Oh, and I'm stuck in my house. I can't see my <laughs> friends and family. Like. You know, the reality of it is if, if you, if things are going okay on, you know, a financial and an emotional level, as far as like people being safe, no one close to you getting sick from Corona and dying or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's, it's not that bad. And it's, I think a lot of people just don't like to be told, you know, they can't go out and do things. And it's interesting because now you're starting to see the country, you know, we won't get political, but unfortunately our leadership is a mess and one day you're told one thing and then the next day it changes and the fucking squirrels you know yeah. so no one really knows you can't pay attention to you know a lot of what's happening but a lot of people are going there i mean there's people picketing that they want and it's like you know the funny part is think about this you know people get all pissed off when women want to do what they want with their bodies and <laughs> it's fine then they're like you can't control my body like it's <laughs> A bunch of dudes are pissed off now because people are telling them what they can do. Yeah. And the reality of it is I think, you know, I talked about uh, this with Cindy this morning. It's not that, Paul, you or I would get sick. Like, why can't we go out? We'll be fine. So what if we get it? It's like a cold. True, right? But, Paul, let's say I'm sick. You're not. I give it to you. You're fine. You don't even know you have it. Then you go hang out with two people who go to their older parents house every day who no one has symptoms and then these fuckers get it and die yeah. you know what i mean so the reality of it is i think the problem that we're having in this country right now this is pure american entitlement like i should be able to do whatever i want it's not that you're gonna die it's that you if you get infected you may kill somebody and that's where we have to not be selfish and understand no one's telling people to stay home so they can go broke right it's staying home so we can all make sure we don't get other people sick so that's where it comes in like stop being selfish and assume you're the only fucking human on the planet and stay home so you don't get somebody's parents sick a woman that i um that i'm friends with her office is in massachusetts they're not going in three people from her office all lost fathers from coronavirus oh, and that's just three people in one workplace lost fathers so like 
that's just that's just the tip of the iceberg where these people in like certain states who are really like, oh, the government's trying to control us and oh, go, go buy guns and freak out and fucking <laughs> rally around and get in each other's face and put up signs. First of all, let me just comment one thing. I saw one that was hilarious <laughs> and my body, my choice, not my choice. So I'm, I don't always spell the best, but if I'm going to hold up a sign, I'm going to make sure. The spell check. And first of all, when a dude's walking around with that sign, my body, my voice, how do you think a chick feels when she's told she can't do what she wants with her body? Like, it's just these kind of things. And I'm like, this that brings out the douchiest of Americans. And without trying to sound like a total asshole, which I'm going to, <laughs> but those assholes get it and get sick. Like, I just feel bad for the people they might infect, but if they get really sick, good for them. Like, hopefully no one dies over it, but get sick and realize that you're a fucking asshole and that you're not a doctor. Like, science is proving this is very easy to spread. And you got these fucktards all running around with their signs and parking lots running around in Michigan and all these states. Like, come on, man. Like, it's not about you. It's about... Stay home to make sure other people don't get sick. It's not the government trying to take over. And the government sees everything we fucking do anyway, these morons. What are they thinking? <laughs> you got a cell phone, you got a computer. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, these apps already see what we're doing. They, they can complete, uh, like, they can see what's happening. I mean, so at the end of the day, it's like the whole stay home order. I understand it's frustrating, but it's to make people who aren't as strong, like, with their immune systems. To, for those people to be safe, and not even just older people, people with weak immune system. God forbid, imagine if someone's child, we got somebody's child sick because we were assholes and wanted to go fucking bowling, or I can't get my fucking hair cut and this and that, and someone was in contact, When you got somebody's like seven-year-old child sick and they died. Like imagine that people aren't thinking about the repercussions. They're just thinking exactly. about themselves. And You know, it's like, then there's those of us who are like, like I'm happy that the environment is cleaner. I'm happy that I'm finishing my house projects. You know, I again, I'm collecting, so I'm okay. But there's there's a positive outlook to it, where staying home and just kind of coming in, you know, like we've talked about, not going on all the crazy media, like kind of sticking to one source of news, making sure it's reputable, checking once a day to see if there's any new things, right. and not overdoing the negative stimulation of it all and just focusing on like, Hey, you know what, what can I do today? Like I have, I'm finishing up the basement and I'm listening to a podcast while I'm doing it. And I'm having a blast in the basement, cleaning a stupid friggin' shelving. Like, but I'm enjoying myself. I get time to listen to this, this podcast. I'm listening to, I'm cleaning my basement. And at the end of the day, when it's all done, it's going to feel good. So, you know, instead of people wallowing in it, if you're in a, a predicament where things are not great, that sucks. But if you're in a predicament like you or I, where you know you're either working from home or you're laid off, and you you have means to survive, take advantage of the time. And I think that's where people are really starting to get this anxiety of like, and it's the not known. Like it's yeah. none of us know this is going to be over. I and I get that, but it's like instead of dwelling on it, just be like, it's a day by day thing, man. Like you can't, you know. There's people in countries we've talked about this. There's little kids who are getting bombed in school, like, and they wonder when they go to school if the enemy from the town next door is going to bomb them. Like we don't ever have to worry about that. So if this is the biggest thing we have to worry about, we need to take proper mature steps to help the rest of us not get sick instead of having a fucking meltdown. Cause we can't go to our local pub this, this Friday night, you know? <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> uh, right? Yep. And then, uh, yeah, it was, 
thinking the other day, uh, thanks for my mom. When I was a kid, like I, I, I could never be bored. Like you weren't allowed to say you were bored. Cause then she'd say, well, if you're bored, I'll find something for you to do. So now I, so now I'm like, got these mental issues where I have so much to do. <laughs> so I'm looking the opposite. Yeah. Thanks mom. <laughs> but I, 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 I have these um, challenges now, but it got me ready for the, the COVID. <laughs> right. <laughs> And I mean, you, we talked about this. You were in the military where you didn't know, and it was probably a hell of a lot scarier knowing that you could get bombed or shot at. Yeah, you know? any time, yeah, you'd have no control over it. You don't know. Yeah, and, right? and with this virus, like, you can carry it. Like you were saying, you can carry it and not even know it. And if everybody's out there, out in the wild and everything, you know, it'll just be even more devastating than it already is. I mean, it's still, I think last time I saw... Uh, I saw this morning that there were over 400 new cases just in Rhode Island, yeah. and that's with yeah. the, and and that's with you know the quarantine in place. Imagine if everybody was right. out like normal. So right. I don't know. Yeah, it is frustrating. I yeah I I get it, especially you know, like if you're if you need the money, and then there might be other cases where there's a household where there's physical abuse. I mean that sounds scary too. Yeah. We talked about that because there's a lot of like kids programs. Like I had, um, I had joined my friend for a benefit for the Rhode Island, uh, youth, the Rhode Island Youth Pride, mm-hmm. and it's like basically there's a they have a whole like house, um, well it's a building but it's downtown right across from Classical High School, and they do great things. Like they have a pantry where kids can get you know food to bring home, deodorant. They can learn how to cook in there. There's like you know counseling groups. It's a, it's a it's a great resource for kids to go after school. So now that they can't go, and like you said, what if these kids are in an abusive household or they don't have enough? They used to go there, and now they don't have that resource to go. So there's definitely a lot of people struggling, and I don't, I don't, I don't disagree, and I, I'm not insensitive to those people. I'm, I'm pissed off. I shouldn't even say pissed off. I'm annoyed at the people who aren't doing terrible and are fucking whining about it. Mm-hmm. And you know, it, cause it's like, dude, you're doing okay compared to people like we just talked about who maybe are in abusive households. And when they go to school, kids who go to school and then have after school programs they can go to, can't do that now. And they're stuck home. It's like maybe like a drug, a drugged or an alcoholic parent or sibling or anything where they're getting abused on a daily basis now and they can't do anything about it. So that's the kind of stuff that we should be thankful for. Yep. Not fucking Bob can't go down to the bowling alley this Saturday. <laughs> He's upset about it. The government can't tell him when he can bowl. You know? <laughs> like, I've watched some people and I'm like, what is going on? Like, And they're angry about the dumbest things. And it's like, you're not... You're, it's not about you getting sick. It's about the other people. And that's where people, their ignorance really shines through in this. Mm-hmm. Is they're not worried about the people they're affecting. They're only worried about themselves. And I call it like it's it's American um, entitlement. It's, it's, it's a very real thing where a lot of Americans just feel like they're entitled to do whatever they want. And it doesn't matter who they affect. Because that's clear, obviously. We see that happening within the last few years, you know? Yep, yep. But I mean, like you, Paul, tell us about, you had a struggle with this right now and um, with the family member. Yeah, uh, uh, actually a week ago today as of this recording, I lost somebody that was very close to me, a relative. Um, like they're, 
immediate family kind of wants to keep it private so i won't get too specific but it was like a close family member and their immediate family is all out of state so they can't so she passed away and they can't even come to take care of everything that they need to right so yeah so i've been helping out with that i was able to get like important documents and stuff for them uh, so they can like close out accounts, take care of outstanding stuff. And yeah, I mean, it's really tough going through this, especially like I wasn't able to see her like the past, what the past month or two because of this. Right. And, it, it, and oh, I should specify that it wasn't from the COVID-19. This was like a long illness that. Right. That just happened so yeah so and then i was thinking with when that happened that made me think of the i was looking at the stages of grief and it's so funny because we can actually apply it to what we're all going through right now so i feel i don't know you want to start going through those <laughs> um I don't remember all of them because I, I should because when my dad died, I read the whole thing and um I didn't have a yeah. couple of them and I remember being really confused about it. I'm like, I'm not angry. When, <laughs> when am I going to be angry? Should I be angry? Is there something wrong with me? Because I uh, you know, like... <laughs> well, you just went like on a 10-minute rant, so... <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, I'm not angry. <laughs> Yeah. No, but, right. but, but I, I, I have the list here, so uh, we'll start with the yeah. first one is um, denial, which I think like a, a lot of us were in denial at first when you could see it come in, because we've seen it all before with the media exaggerating everything. So, um, oh. yeah, so there were like all kinds of conspiracy theories that it's being made up and they're making it sound worse than it is. So you kind of deny that all that nothing's going to happen. Right. And even when it hit here, people were starting to get it, but then everybody still wanted to go out like normal, even though you could see in other countries. Like, I think Italy was closed down before it even really hit here. So you, yeah. so you knew it was coming, but people still went about regular. Yep. And then... um then the next stage after that is anger. <laughs> that, that, today I have that. <laughs> I, honestly, I, I wouldn't even say I'm, I'm more annoyed. I'm annoyed at like the ignorance because it's really coming through. Yeah. You know? Well, like, yeah. Then I think like a lot of the anger is like, uh, like the, everybody's mad because like the leadership wasn't doing anything about it. And then, yeah. and then like on the other side, they're, they're like, um, They'll say, like, they're blaming Trump, but then they didn't do anything either on the other side. It, you know, while this was all happening, they were, like, focusing on um, impeachment and all that. And, yep. and now they're using it as a weapon against them because it's, like, a political year. And then it's, like, all kinds of finger pointing. So you see all these idiots fighting against each other instead of, like, taking yep. care of the focusing on the real problem. And our country is better when we're united and all these people are just dividing the country. So... It's like it's true. Just Corpio said anger. that. Mm -hmm. 
Cuomo just, I was uh, on the, I was driving yesterday. Um, I forgot where I was even going. Oh, I think I was picking up dinner. And um, he came on and said that basically like there in, you know, there shouldn't, he's like, America's supposed to be a united country. That's what we are. And he's like, there shouldn't be this, like, why are these, pol- like, you know, politicians or basically like, oh, you should just let your state, state go bankrupt and this and that. McConnell was saying, he and he came out and he's like, why is this, why are they basically coming after everybody at this point with political shit? Like, obviously he didn't say shit. This is always <laughs> me with players. Well, you know, it's true. He's like, we are, he goes, in a time like this, like, people are dying. We need to be united. Like, this isn't the, the time to be having political battles. And I see it all over. Like, I, I don't know, I didn't want to be back on social media, but I got on to put the videos. And every now and then I'll see somebody and I'm just like, block. Like, th- this is not the time to be arguing about that. Like you said, think we could have been in a better place all around because of it. If, um, if people, if the, the politicians united a little and, you know, got together i mean back in the day like when we were even like 10 years ago maybe 15 years ago regardless if they didn't get along or anything about a lot of issues they would have got together to fix this problem in our country and we don't have that united it's not the united states anymore i wouldn't consider that you know what i mean it's like like separate totally ununited and you are you're absolutely right like this should be their top priority not freaking tit for tat bullshit Yep, yep. Yeah, which is why I avoid all the network news and all that stuff, those cable news stations, because they twist things around. They, you know, pick and choose which facts they want to show, and people take it as fact and they're easily manipulated because if that's where the, if that's what they think is true, it's. Like, right. like way back in the day, I probably like in the 60s, was like Walter Cronkite and stuff. Everybody trusted them, but now. Now it's all like a ratings game, and they're trying to get, you know, their audience and everything, trying to get viewers. So it's not right. like fact based anymore. So no. yeah, so I would just like get like in Rhode Island, follow like Gina, see see what like the actual facts are of what's going on. So RC, yeah, yeah. It's. I feel like I don't get aggravated and annoyed. Um listening you know whether people like or not like take the the politics out of it and understand this is our leader and when you watch her she she completes sentences yeah she (laughs) that's a start um doesn't go from like tomorrow to the next day being a hundred percent opposite of what we should like everything's kind of on a steady and every i feel like questions get answered she covers things there's articulate you know conversation with uh, just anybody that she's even like answering questions for like if they if they people try to bring up like political stuff with her and she just shoots it right down they're like how do you feel about what Trump said she's like um, I just answered that like basically or like I know, haven't seen I'm, it I'll get back I'll look into it or something like that yeah. she's really professional and she doesn't ever though they're like oh Pence said X Y and G she's like well I didn't hear that I'll have to look into it next question yeah like exactly. doesn't never like folds into their book like because not everybody does it but every now and then there's like that one person who's trying to like push her buttons about you know clearly everyone thinks the guy well i shouldn't say that but a lot of us think the guy's an idiot so no one's gonna be like she's not gonna get up there and be like he's a fucking moron she can't because he already said he's not gonna help states that are mean to him yeah (laughs) so we're not gonna 
our governor is not going to just start saying what an imbecile he is. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean it, it, you know, yesterday it was what's I, I believe coronavirus can be healed by light and heat. Like now he's tweeting that out. Like so, like you know, the the reality is she never says anything about him, or ne- she just says the president said this. We're doing this. This is the money we have. It's all just matter of fact what's going on in Rhode Island. These are the numbers. These are the deaths. These are our tests. And there's not a lot of emotion behind it other than her saying, look, this sucks. I, I get it. You know, and we're going to keep moving. So it, it's almost like a very stern, like, mom kind of, like her yeah. personality. Well, like, and I, I appreciate, you know, take her or leave her. Like, I appreciate her leadership in this because some people – I, I've heard a few people who don't like her go, I don't like her, but she's doing a great job. Yep, yep. Plus, you know, plus good... as I say, plus she's not running. She's not up. This is like our final term. She's not running for re-election or anything. Yeah. I think she's kicking ass, man. I got to say, like, I, you know, whatever anyone's opinion of her is, I'm like, I am proud to have her as a leader right now because I think she's really just nailing it. And we're, you know, for a small state, we're like, we're, our numbers, you know, per capita, we're, She's testing more people. Like she's really the school, the way the school's going. Like I think we're doing a good job. I mean, at the end of the day, it is, you know, it's like you said, pay attention to your governor and really what's going on in your state more than like some friggin' clowns. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, ho- I, I'm hoping all the governors are doing pretty much the same thing because. Well. I I don't know. <laughs> I love them. Because I know Massachusetts, they do. They also do the um, daily briefings and stuff like that. I don't know if all the states are doing that. I'm kind of hoping, because it's more like a. It is more like a, a state side thing, like a state level thing. Because everybody's going to be totally different. The populations right. are different and everything, demographics and all that. So, yeah, to get more specific details, I think like the governors would be a better source. Yeah, absolutely. And to get back to uh, your stages of grief, I, I think maybe this, I do have the anger stage in this, in this particular. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, well, when my dad passed away, that was like one of the stages I didn't really have. Like it was, and I remember being like really confused. Like, am I supposed to feel this way? You know? Uh-huh. Did, did you ever? Did no. You, no. No? I was angry. No, it was weird. That That just never... I never got angry. Mm-hmm. I felt bad. Like, you know, of course you have regret and all that. Um, there's things you wish you did or said or, mm-hmm. but I never felt angry. I was, um, I wouldn't even call it angry. I guess I was just upset that, um, you know, he didn't try harder, but I didn't get angry cause I looked at it as like, I'm not, it, when you're facing your own mortality, like I'm not in that body or that mind. Like, how like I can't say oh I would have done this I would have done that like maybe I would have but I don't know what that other person's going through and you know at the end of the day I don't know how bad my dad's cancer was from what he said it was because he wasn't the type of guy to like want you feeling bad for him yeah so I was I was upset that um he I felt like he didn't try harder like he was doing things that weren't helping if you have cancer let's put it that way you know Uh but I wasn't really angry at him I was more like, um, I guess I just couldn't understand. So it, I was more like, you know, I was, I wouldn't say confused. I just couldn't wrap my brain around why he wasn't trying harder, but I wasn't necessarily mad at him. I was just more like, you know, I, I was like just 
confused. Like, why wouldn't someone do this? What What was he thinking? And you know, it, it was mm-hmm. more about it was more of a selfish thing. Like, I, I wouldn't have done this. I would have done that. Than it was me being angry. I was never angry at him for not trying. I guess I was just like more sad. You know, like yeah. the normal. And and I remember like going to my therapist and being like, I'm not really angry. Mm-hmm. Is that gonna happen? And she's like, it's not like, and that's the thing. They make, again, humans make up all these things, right? So there's always going to be a human who doesn't, that I'm sure there's other stages in the stage, the seven stages of grief that some people may not ever like have because it just wasn't, you know, maybe they, they, there's another stage that they have a lot more of. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's different. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so are you, so go on with the rest of them because uh, I want to definitely, uh, yeah, because we can really relate to these. So then the next one after anger is um, bargaining. So I, yep. I, I kind of associate this with, um, okay, uh, we're not supposed to go out, but I'll go out if I like put a mask on and stuff like that. Like I'll still go do my stuff as long as I, like, you know, I'll, yeah. I'll put a mask on, but I'm still going to go out, you know, that type of thing. <laughs> I'll go visit my mom, but I'm going to stand in the parking lot and she can stand on her steps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll stand over in the yard, but we'll be six feet apart. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely a good one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, I have five of them. And then the next one's depression, which I think a lot of people are going through yeah. being like stuck. Like you, your life's turned upside down. It's totally understandable. And yeah, we're all going through it. Yeah. Like I was just starting to get out more. I was starting to go to like, um, go see live bands, live music and stuff like that. Like every week. Um, and then even like going to the gym, I miss going to the gym and being around everybody. Like it's one thing when you're, you're working out at home and still like getting a workout, but it's different when you're around people. It's like yeah. a whole different kind of energy. So you kind of oh. like miss that. So you must miss yeah. that too, like teaching like group classes and stuff like that. You know, that's where I think my videos are, even though I'm not with the people, that's, I'm definitely like substituting that for that where it's like, you know, I know some of my clients are doing them live with me because they check in or I know some people who haven't been exercising that much have been doing them. So I'm kind of changing and I don't, for my, my real like, bad taste for social media i'm like it's forcing me to use it for a positive thing right and i I teach in the classes and i'm having people interact like i had a woman request um if i did some well i do some glider ab workouts over the weekend so i'm gonna do a glider ab workout so like i'm still able to do like get that feeling that i'm helping somebody i can't help them physically though like you said like i'm not there to be like oh paul put your butt down or watch your shoulders or you know there's a lot of things i can't do but I'm you know I am trying to kind of like substitute something else for it you know and Mm -hmm. again I can see the depression part for a lot of people that's one of the stages of the grief I don't have in this situation because I'm not depressed about it I I worry for people you know there's there's concerns for others but personally I'm not depressed about it at all I'm I'm actually, I feel like I'm getting a lot of recharge. I'm paying a little more attention to my own wellness. Like where normally I'm constantly trying to help other people do better and get well. And I still am, but mm-hmm. I have way more time to like, I've, I haven't stopped meditating. I've done every single day since the beginning, like the middle, right when we got home from quarantine, 
Um, probably like March. I'm gonna say fifth throughout fifteenth. I think because I think the thirteenth was the last day of the gym. So like March fifteenth, I I've meditated every day since then without missing a day, and that's wow. never happened. So <laughs> I'm, oh, I'm like the, the the depression part for me isn't there. Yeah. But um, again, it's it's perspective, Paul. You know, and yeah, like the depression hit me hard when I had my loss there too. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, I can imagine. And I, I'm so sorry for that, that you're by yourself over there, too. Like, And that's yeah. the thing. It's like you probably didn't have it until that happened. Right, yeah, yeah. Because you were doing really good, too. Well, again, you were in the freaking military and, like, yeah. in work. So, you know, your isolation to that and, and being safe and having time to write and, and do a little more focus on your stuff probably was not getting you there. And, you know, that that's the thing. A loss is definitely – that's, you know – you're going to be depressed about that. But I think as a person, you're not usually like in this situation, it didn't seem like you were doing too bad either. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm starting to like break out of it a little bit. Like I did go over to our place to get stuff. So there's like a little bit of closure there. Plus I had, um, the other family members on, we were all on a group video chat, like going through the apartment and stuff. And, I was so busy trying to find stuff, I didn't have time to stop and think. So, right. Yeah. So. And plus, uh, now you got a Saturday. Looks like it's going to be sixty and sunny, so you be able to get yourself out for a nice run. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. That's another thing. This weather, even today, is so crappy. It's like really, yeah. we, can't, we can't get two sunny days in a row, and the weather really affects me. It it always yeah. has, but now that. Like, I'm not able to get out as much. That makes it even worse. Yeah, I feel the same way as you. When it, The weather does affect me. I Well, that's why I'm like, I'll go in the basement when it rains because it's dark down there anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, plus the rain, plus the, it's still friggin' cold. Like, I think we had uh, February was spring and now it's April, almost in May, and it feels like winter. <laughs> yeah. Well, Saturday will be nice, and I'm going to yeah. I'm gonna um, live vicariously through your run. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because with like with this cold, damp stuff, I've actually my ankle was getting better, but now I can I can feel it in my ankle when it gets cold yep, and damp like this. Yep, so, I, that's I, it's funny you said that. Mine today was really acting up, and I was like, "Damn!" Like, I feel like I've been doing everything I should be doing. Why yeah. does it feel that? The weather sucks. <laughs> yeah, it. I just felt like a sharp little pain in there. That's what we write. Just reminded me of it now. <laughs> but yeah, hopefully. I mean, this is ridiculous. We're almost in May now, and it's still bad up. But hopefully, it'll break through. Yeah, so I, that, I'm, I don't even know what it's going to be like next week. Yeah, that's the thing. I'm like avoiding the news, but then I'm not seeing the weather or anything. <laughs> it looks like um, I don't even want to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll ignore that. It looks like a lot of rain. Uh, but it's going to be 62 and sunny Saturday. All right, I look forward to that. I'm the rest of the fall. <laughs> go, go on to the next stage of grief. <laughs> uh, acceptance. I'll just have to accept that's going to be shitty out for the next few months. I'll assume it's the next few months. That's <laughs> going to accept it. Acceptance is definitely a good one for this, I think. Yeah, yeah. Because I think more people are like staying in now, just getting out when it's essential. When I say get out, I mean, like, get out in public and stuff. Like, if you're, like, you can still, if the weather is okay, then you can still go out and go for walks and stuff like that. Yeah. So, um. I love to 
where we live. I mean, you were down near a farm, right? Last time you took a run. Yeah. Cindy and I don't usually do the bike path. We bike through town just to like look at the town, and we like our town. But we're gonna bike back tomorrow to um like to Wissett and like back where like the farms and Warren are and stuff. So we're on oh, a yeah. road and not around a lot of people. There might be some people walking, but it's just nice like farmland and woods and. You know, there's houses, but it'll be back in the middle, like, where there's less people. It's just a different change of scenery, and we're probably going to go out for a couple hours just tooling around Warren. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just, like, the movement is really good. Yeah. That lifts you up and everything, yeah. So, it, yeah, yeah, and people are finding stuff to do, I guess. Yeah. Everybody's watching the Tiger King. <laughs> Although, that's probably old news by now. <laughs> watching it. I'm like, do I, do I want to watch that? She's like, I'm watching it. I'm like, I don't know. Have you watched? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Because when I I first saw that it was gonna be coming on, this was just before all this started. I was like, oh, I want to see, see that. And then all of a sudden, everybody started posting about it. And I usually do the opposite what everybody else does, but I just couldn't help it, so I ended up watching it. Oh man, it's great. Such a train wreck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, Cindy's want to watch it. You know, we usually watch like. Things like, cause like it, when we come home from work, we get like maybe on a good night, like an hour to hang out. And, um, by the time every, like I get settled things, I come home usually later at, from work. So we don't usually watch a movie. We'll watch like that, like a, a series, an episode, but because we're, we're like both home at night, we've been doing like a movie a night, which right. is kind of cool. Mm -hmm. So we've been doing some different movies. Um, yeah. And I mean, I think the acceptance thing is that's a huge part. It's funny that that's even considered like a stage of grief. I mean, I get it is because you have to accept it, but it's kind of, you know, and I, I never even thought of myself as like, I guess I'm like a hope, a hopeless optimist, but I'm like the acceptance part. Once you accept it, you can kind of grow through what you're dealing with and be like, all right, this is how it is. I'm going to do this every day. Do that. Do that. You know, when you accept it, it's going to be a lot easier to move into like a better place in it. Right. Yep. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, and plus we're all still, well, again, we should all be united. We're all going through the same thing, so. Right. Yeah, so we should be able to grow through this. We'll get through it. And it's not like going to be like a light switch or anything. It'll just be gradual. I'm sure when we start going back to whatever the normal's going to be, it's going to be weird and uncomfortable at first because probably still have still well have to go to work but then we'll probably have to wear a mask still for a little while there's going to be right. some differences right but we're going to get through it yeah absolutely yep yep so we just do what we can now uh, what's our next one um well that's it that's it for well, the that's it for the stages that i have here yeah yep. we accept Paul. Yep. I'm not going to weather cuz but you'll have to accept it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, nothing you can do. We can't change it. So. <laughs> no. And that's the phone. You know, the phone weather I don't always believe anyway and it changes. I mean, and the the good news is where we live. I mean, you're in Portsmouth, I'm in Warren. Cuz we're pretty close to water. I mean, you get a flip like it was supposed to get really windy the other day, right? My neighbor's fence was kind of falling. I'm going to fix it. Uh-huh. I pulled it down cuz it was falling enough where if if it crashed, it's just going to crash. So I ripped it like down totally, just that piece, that section. Yep. Cause it was supposed to be super windy and it never got windy that night. And then the next day out of nowhere, which there wasn't any wind anywhere, it was like, whoa, like whipping. <laughs> That's what I mean. You, there's no, there's no, you can't predict it. It's 
you know? And I, you know, I was thinking about this. I was uh, cleaning up the room that Joanna, my cat, spends a lot of her time in. And I was cleaning up this morning. And I'm thinking, like, to myself, I'm like, you know, I'm like, I, I hope, I'm like, I don't know if this makes me a bad human. I'm like, but I'm happy for the earth that we're all stuck at home. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't care about people's feelings. I care, like, I do. That's a bad thing to say. I don't, people who are doing okay and not, and like cranky about it all, I'm like, whatever, don't be a whiner. Like, the earth is falling apart. And right now, it's not. Like, all of us being stuck at home is really giving the environment and the air and everything, like, time to clean itself. And, you know, it's just, in a way, I mean, call me like a friggin' hippie, but <laughs> I'm like, I'm grateful for that, that Mother Nature has time to heal from all the destruction that we've caused. Yep, yep. You know, because this is bigger than us. And that's the thing I think where my whole anger thing comes out because it's like I'm not angry at – I'm angry at the people who aren't aware that they're affecting other people. Or, you know, I'm just I, – I wouldn't even say I'm just annoyed at their ignorance that it's like they're so selfish and mad that they can't get – I can't get my toy today. Like, <laughs> like – they're not thinking about who they're affecting with their recklessness. Yeah, yeah. I think that's where you know it really it it, it grinds my gears, as the guy from Family Guy says. Because <laughs> it's like, it, it really does because I'm like I don't understand why you don't why they don't understand and it's like you can't get mad you can't fix stupid is the saying right like yeah. people who are just ignorant and unaware like they don't believe they're they're science deniers they don't care what doctors tell them like you have somebody who literally spent their lifetime studying disease telling you something they're like fuck that guy <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> they just want control <laughs> i'm like I, this person might actually be onto something that's kind of what they spent their life learning about yeah that's where all the politics drives me crazy everything gets politicized now so and it's it's not at all it's like here's a doctor saying this is a problem this is what i've studied infectious disease there's a problem and then everyone's like no oh, they just want to do this and that i'm like i think this guy might be onto something or this girl like this whoever these people are who have been dealing with these diseases and you know it, it it's just why aren't we listening to those people and we're listening to talk show hosts who are just like morons instead like i mean we're not but clearly a lot of the population is yeah yeah you know it's just, and i think you know paul at the end of the day um people who are thriving in this like you know unfortunately um you know you losing a relative didn't that's kind of a bump in the road for thriving but you know at the end of the day you know you're pretty you're doing good pretty good and i'm doing okay and you know, there's a lot of people who are thriving and it's it's people like us who are able to get over this and not feel bad about it. It's just kind of trying to boost people's morale a little and be like, hey, it's not that bad. Let's find something to do. What haven't you done that you want to do? Like, I have that Duolingo app on my phone. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm messing around with that. I'm trying to learn Spanish. And I'm like, oh, when I have a couple minutes and I'm sitting around, I, I usually, when I wasn't on social media, I was doing that instead. But I want to do that more. I'm like, I have my piano that I haven't been playing enough. And I'm like, I got to get back and play my piano today. And, you know, it's just finding all those things. Because at the end of the day, when this, let's say a year or two from now, when this is all gone and we're back to 100% normal life from what this was before, we're going to be going, man, I really miss just having that time. Or, <laughs> man, I wish I could be home today. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's that, that age old saying, the grass is always greener, right? <laughs> yep. 
but yeah, hopefully after this is over, you know, we'll realize that there's stuff that we, you know, bad stuff that we really don't need, and you know, yeah. we'll stay away from that. So yeah, I agree. And you know, um, before we go today too, I want to mention I'm going to be talking to her later. Um, a friend of mine, Trish Sloan, she was actually um, in my yoga teacher training. She's a teacher at Synergy. Um, well, A, I'd love to pop her on here with us, but she's got an idea that I'm going to talk to her about today where she wanted to try to help a lot of the, um, the you know, like how road races do, like like we do ALS for finish for Guinness and um, like a lot of the road races that are going for like benefits. I think she has some kind of idea. She just texts me, so I don't want to get too much into it because it's her idea and I have no idea what it actually is, but she wanted to figure out a way to raise money for them because they're not able to raise money right now. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to talk to her later. I'll get more details about it. Maybe we can get her on the show or figure out what she's doing and figure out a way to help. Oh, definitely. Yeah, we could do something like that. Yeah. I mean, that's one of the main things I want to do is like help out charities and stuff like that. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, I can run right now, but like even like you're a runner, like it could be like, oh, Paul said he's going to run three and a half miles today and you were only running three before and now you're going to run three and a half. So everyone donate to Paul running his three and a half miles and then you put it towards the charity. You know, we could right. do like, oh, I mean, I don't know what she wants to do, but something along those lines, I'm sure, where she wants to try to raise money. So I figure since, you know, your your uh, journey of the road runner is about road races, and she texted me about the idea and asked me, and I was like, oh, sweet, I'm going to talk to her later and yeah. try to see what she's up to, and maybe we'll get her on the show and figure out what we can do. Yeah, that would be fantastic, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, in the meantime, it's, you know, whatever we can do to help our communities. I, we've been get, dining out, well, not dining out, but ordering out a couple times a Take week out. where normally we get, like, pizza night and maybe go out once. Like, we've mm -hmm. been traveling doing about three times and just tipping really well at the at the establishment. Right, yep. I'll donate, and I'll donate 25 bucks here and there to other things and just trying to kind of help out. Help and out. I. Mm -hmm. You know, doing this podcast and goofing off and making people laugh and just giving some ideas, you know, or people hearing other people who are doing okay. Because if you're, imagine if you're with a group of people and your norm is a bunch of fucking whiny assholes and now they're even worse because they're stuck at home. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like if you're listening to people who are actually doing okay, you're like, oh, maybe it's not so bad. It sounds like these people are doing okay, you know? <laughs> yeah. Kind of like an outlet. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of yeah. listening to the same. <laughs> complaining all the time yeah yeah and i started a new book and of course because you know me with my memory my 20s were such a fog that i think it's affecting me later in my 40s but <laughs> <laughs> i started with a new book i totally forgot the title but i finished oh. the omnivore's dilemma and that was by michael poland and that was a really good book uh, oh yep yep yeah. yeah so anybody wants to like look into like the way they're eating and just like you know i really i i really relate to like the whole what he was doing like his whole mission of writing the book and like really finding out how like food systems operate the way they're really supposed to like each animal helps out the next animal it was just a really and then eventually feeds us where they're not being treated like crap in a factory farm they're actually being treated with respect and it there's a it was a, a really good book and um i was happy to read it so if you're looking for something cool and you want to borrow it, I can drop it off on your doorstep and wave. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, it was a cool book. Yeah. Unfortunately, now I'm, I'm in, I'm in a literature class now, so I have to read a book for that class. <laughs> so I'm going to be reading Brave New World. <laughs> so. Okay. <laughs> 
like I, I love reading and everything, but now that like I'm in this class, I don't know it's kind of like I love music, but if opera comes on or like thrash metal or something that I'm not that crazy about, it's like eh. I love music, but I this stuff I don't like, and now with this literature, it's like well. <laughs> fancy words and everything and <laughs> double meanings I got to try to figure out so now I can see why I didn't do good in school when I was in high school but right. <laughs> so hopefully I'll understand this more than I'm older but yeah so I'm gonna be starting on that so well good luck with it <laughs> thanks <laughs> yeah, catch up I'll uh, talk to Trish too and find out about that and maybe we can start getting something like that on the move yeah okay you want to tell people how they can reach you yeah so i'm on um instagram at a joy lifestyle and um you can friend me on facebook it's just my name adriana ferns i'm doing um yoga every day monday through friday nine to about nine thirty, nine forty. it's core inspired yoga so it's you get your heart rate up a little you do some abs and some core in there and then yoga and um i usually will do a weekend video as well or fitness video so yeah you can Spot me at one of those places, and if you're not my Facebook friend, um, friend me. And if you have a hard time friending me, either reach out to Paul, and I'll friend you back. Because I guess some people are like, I can't find you on Facebook. I can't friend you, and other people can. I don't know like what my privacy setting is, but apparently it's a tough one. So um, yeah, and I mean, but again, if you're on Instagram, you can always reach out to me there, and we'll go from there. Mm-hmm. All right, and then of course you can find me at. Um see the roadrunner on um on instagram and twitter and all there's also the facebook page of the roadrunner and i also just published a podcast my i have um my return to the 80s site so i had fun podcast on the last episode about saying almost fire which is just up and um there's a lot of my friends that are listeners so a lot of them might know lizzie Newton, she's on the air. Then um, my other co-host, Del Railing, she's from Indiana. So, um, yeah, we had a blast talking about St. Almost Fire. So, oh, I it's, that. Yeah, it's hilarious. And then, you know how Lizzie is. She's <laughs> You never know what she's going to be saying. So, oh, yeah. there's some really funny <laughs> parts in that. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that, yeah, if there's anything, like another positive thing is that I'm able to podcast more now so yeah. <laughs> so like with yeah, both sides <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah nothing to do there's like plenty of podcasts to listen to there's us True. here my return to the 80s and <laughs> some other ones out there too so absolutely okay so we'll be coming at you soon seems like we're getting a little more regular now so <laughs> all right we'll probably chat it up next week Okay, until next time, we'll see you all out on the road. Later.